0: Welcome to Hancock Conversations, an Allen Hancock College podcast. Join President Dr. Kevin G. Walters and members of the Hancock community as they explore the stories behind the people and places that make Allen Hancock College the unique hub for learning that it is today. You're sure to learn something new and even have a little fun along the way. Hello, I'm Kevin Walters. Welcome to Hancock Conversations, the Allen Hancock College podcast. Today, we are talking with retired Vice President of Student Services and longtime Lompoc Manager and Executive Dean, Roger Welt. Dr. Welt, how are you today?
1: Kevin, I'm doing great. Thank you for inviting me to participate in the podcast. I'm excited about doing this. All right.
0: Now, for for folks who are here, now, this is, since, since I've been here for seven years, Um, This is probably the longest continual time you've been in Santa Maria since I've been here for seven years because of the pandemic. Is that correct?
1: Yes, that is correct.
0: Every every time we want to talk to Roger, it's, uh, oh, he's he's somewhere in Southeast Asia or he's in Europe or he's somewhere else. So it's good that you're uh, uh, living a good life with that. Uh, Yes, thank you. I assume your family's uh, staying safe and everybody's well?
1: Yep, every, everybody's good. Uh, my wife's retired uh, teacher at Orchid Unified, and she's healthy, and my two daughters are healthy, and so everybody's good yeah, right now.
0: Good. She's probably really happy to be uh, retired and not trying to uh, teach kids how to do Zoom classes uh, yeah. on the outside.
1: Good point. She's still connected with a lot of her teachers that are still active in the pr- profession, and there's lots of frustration out there with yeah. the Zoom. Yes, yes, yep, sir. There is.
0: Well, so Roger, why don't you start off by? Because uh, I noticed you went to uh, Idaho State University. Now, are you from Idaho or did you just, uh, is that the only place they would let you in?
1: <laughs> no, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> I transferred from uh, Modesto Junior College. I'm a Modesto boy, born okay. and raised there. And I got the opportunity to go to Idaho State University to run track. And I ran track for about three weeks, and that was, that was, I, my first experience away from home. And so I got uh, busy doing other kinds of things. And so I started off going to Idaho State University in Pocatello, Idaho. And I did not do well, Kevin, in college, my first time around, and it cost me two years in the Army. But then I went back after my service, and uh, then I did really well. And uh, so I, I, my first degree, bachelor's degree, is from Idaho State University. And uh
0: did they have uh did they have the dome back then when you were going there?
1: Yeah, wow, good for you. Uh it was uh under consideration and and uh it was in progress, I guess at that point because when I went back 2 years later, we had the dome.
0: Nice. Yeah. That's a it, it's like a, a a relic there. It's it, it's such a, you know, what we think of a dome today, this is would barely be a barn. So uh but it's a cool <laughs> facility there. Uh It looks
1: like it looks like a giant Quonset hut. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, so let's talk about a little bit of time because you were uh, you were in Vietnam. You got a bronze star uh, with two oak leaf clusters, and I'm, I got to be honest, even though I was an Air Force kid, I don't really know what what the oak leaf clusters stand
1: for. Well, that just means one more. One so more. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have three bronze stars.
0: So a lot of service. So you saw some uh, you saw some pretty crazy stuff uh, while you were over there, and that uh, that kind of inspired you to maybe be a little better student.
1: Yeah, you know, I really did. It's probably the best thing that ever happened to me. The military experience—it gave me focus, it gave me discipline, self-worth, and uh, boy, when I went back to Idaho State, I was a—I was a real student. I was very serious and good grades, dean's list, elected student body vice president. Uh, it was uh, a real, real change in my life. Experience in the army.
0: So, uh, so you get out of Idaho State and come back. Uh, you come over to the Central Coast and and go to Cal Poly and. Finish up getting a doctorate to San Francisco? Were those back-to-back, or did you have a little career action in between those?
1: Well, I had some career action there in the middle. I, uh, I was a National Park Ranger in Yellowstone National Park while I was a, a student at Idaho State. And so did that for three summers. And then I was hired by the Santa Maria Valley YMCA to be the program director. So I came from Yellowstone National Park to uh, Santa Maria and that's when the YMCA was a two-person operation. It was right across the street from the Paul Nelson pool. So I did that for 18 months. And during that experience, I went to Cal Poly and earned a master's degree in guidance and counseling. And then, uh, and then from there, I went to Micronesia, where I was the dean of students for the Community College of Micronesia on the island of, of Ponape. And did that for a couple of years and I was hired at Lake Tahoe Community College and I did Lake Tahoe Community College for 13 years. I was the associate dean of the college and then from there went back to Micronesia, the island of Saipan, where I was a department chairperson for the social sciences on the island of Saipan, Northern Marianas College. And then from there to Bakersfield College and then Bakersfield College to Allen Hancock College.
0: So well, we're glad you you made it back to the central coast and uh, uh, Thanks. that that Bakersfield College seems seems a lot. I, I was in Lake Tahoe, I was in Micronesia, and I know what the Bakersfield. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't,
1: t- I don't I don't tell many people that.
0: <laughs> uh, our friends in Bakersfield, we're, we we love our folks in Bakersfield. Uh, they keep our hotels full on the weekends. So uh, right. So talk talk a little bit about um, being the, the experience of of working in the community colleges and. And, and what do you think this higher ed sector brings for, uh, for our community?
1: Well, that's a good good question. Thank you for that, uh, Kevin. So as a, um, an 18-year-old college freshman at Modesto Junior College, who really was unconscious about everything around me, just about, I, had a, I took a geology class and I had a, a teacher. And all of a sudden I woke up in the class one day and I thought, okay, I kind of like what this guy's doing. I'm not sure I followed the lecture, but I kind of liked him and I kind of liked the way he was projecting what he was talking about and how he engaged the students. And so that was my first taste of a community college experience. And a takeaway was, I I think I really liked this, this level of education and and maybe I might want to be a community college person at some point in time. So I got, I got the, I got the bug early on and I stayed with it. I always wanted to be with the uh, adult learner, and uh, so it was important to me to kind of focus my career in that direction. And I was lucky; I was lucky to be able to have many opportunities come my way. And uh, here I am, a retiree from the system. So I feel very fortunate.
0: So, you were in Lompoc when the uh, when the facility was built, or did you come right after that?
1: Oh no, no, it's very much part of that. When I came in 1992. It was uh, just a dream at that time. Uh, Mr. Jacoby, who was our trustee from that area, was a mover and shaker. And uh, he was able to, with the help of many people, it was certainly a team effort, uh, orchestrate the uh, transfer of property from the the prison and the base uh, to the college. And uh, then we were able to get uh, the state legislature with um, the help of our local legislator Uh, and we were able to secure 19 million dollars at that time and then we start we broke ground on uh, September the 6th 1996 and the rest is history we had that beautiful Wampo Valley Center so yes I was very much part of that I uh
0: you know Jack O'Connell every time I see him reminds me that you know he was integral and uh you know as, as, as a political science teacher you know in in theory, we disdain the idea of backroom deals and, and horse trading, and, but but you know when they actually happen and they benefit you, they make for great stories. And Jack tells how he worked out a deal with uh, the Speaker of the Assembly, uh, Willie Brown at the time. He ne- uh, Willie needed something from Jack, and so Jack said, "Well, I need something from you." And uh, I, I love that story uh, when when Jack tells it. So.
1: You right. know, Jack. Jack was really our hero. He's the guy that led that whole charge through the legislature and secured that nineteen million dollars for yeah. us. So he, you know, we need to have a twelve foot bronze of, of him in the middle of that beautiful Lombok Valley Center. <laughs> I'm telling
0: that he's going to have an expectation. <laughs> we, we've got his name on a plaque prominently displayed right as you walk in. So uh, good. <laughs> so uh, so from there you moved over. You uh, you started off as the VP of Student Service, became the VP of Student Services, and. In- you know, we, we were joking about uh, you were, You had a hand in building the new start student services building that was called the one-stop until it actually actually stopped progress <laughs> for a while. So uh, what was it like being VP of student services back in those days?
1: Well, it was pretty exciting. And, and you know, part of the excitement was all around passing uh, Measure I and securing that in June of uh, 2006. And then what we had to do with that successful bond election was that we had to gather the troops together and start the planning, the serious planning. So we were able to get everybody involved and uh, everybody had the opportunity to touch the planning and, and talking specifically about the student services building. And we spent a lot of time, a lot of hours uh, designing that building. Of course we had the input from our architects and it was it was quite exciting. Everybody was excited. There was, was a real sense of achievement, a real sense of uh, gratitude that we were doing this, and uh, then to watch the old building B come down, and then the equipment, the heavy-duty equipment come in and start the uh, the building that was, it was very exciting.
0: So, I don't, I don't know how much you've kept up with what's going on in the world of, of student services today. I mean, it just, it just seemed, 2009 seems like yesterday, but we have got a, a, a great recession and a pandemic in between. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, can can you imagine the kind of things that are going on in student services today that in two thousand nine were we're not even on the radar?
1: No, I can't and I thought about that. I thought about what your life is like over there now. And that's you you're living a whole different experience than I had back in uh, when I left in oh nine.
0: So you know, and we're fortunate because of you know, it, it's really and I don't wanna sound like I'm sucking up to you, but but you <laughs> know the, the vision you had for the facility has really allowed us to, to serve students in a way that's so much better. When I got here in 2013, you know, we, I was in the old building B and building A, the little Quonset hut buildings out front, and, uh, you know, if a student wanted to see a counselor, they had to sit outside. They, they literally sat outside in the courtyard waiting for their counselor, and mm-hmm. if they wanted some other kind of services, they might have to walk all the way across campus. It was scattered uh, all over the place, and it was really difficult for students to figure out what they should be doing, and now with one building that's modern and and accessible to them you know they can come in they can get uh, services as a veteran they can get services as an EOPS student Uh, it's really phenomenal the impact that that you've had on just the mechanics of providing services to students and uh, I'm sure you're proud of that and you should be proud of that.
1: Well, thank you for that. It, it, very proud of that, and certainly very proud of the team that uh, made that to become a reality for everybody that was involved. And again, there were a whole lot of people that touched that project, and right. so uh, hats off to them.
0: You know, and today we've got a whole crew of people over there that you know are, are taking full advantage of that. I'm, I'm sure you've seen the stories that you know our, our enrollment of high school freshmen is is uh, setting record levels, uh, or freshmen originally from high school, and then this year we uh, we graduated more than 1,300. Uh, students, uh, which is almost twice what we were doing 10 years ago, and it's really because our counselors and our staff over in student services have really put an emphasis on, on getting students in and getting them completed.
1: That's great. You have a, you know... From my viewpoint, at 30,000 feet, you certainly have a very dedicated staff. Hey, not only in student services, but, uh, you know, all along the waterfront, you've got a tremendous crew over there that is dedicated to student success, and they know what they're doing, and they they love what they're doing. And so Allen Hancock College is is a wonderful institution. And the other thing, Kevin, that has really, uh, really resonated with me was the fact at how much the community has always embraced the college. The college is very special to the community. And and that's huge in, this, in the success of the college.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, Judge Flores told me, uh, geez, now it's before the pre-pandemic, I guess that's gonna be our new thing, but Judge Flores was, uh, we were visiting and he said, you know, there's, there's two organizations in the community that are critical for the future, and he says, One of them's the hospital and the other one's Helen Hancock College.
1: And, uh, you know,
0: it's a big responsibility. And it's great that our our faculty and staff and administrative team really, really take that seriously and think about how what we're doing here is going to change the odds for our students for for years to come.
1: Yes, you're absolutely right. And now, that you know, it's, it's your turn to shine. And so you certainly have done a wonderful job over there. So you need to stand up and take a bow.
0: No, no, we're. Uh, you know, like you say, it's a team effort, and so so let's talk about you know besides the facilities, though, what what have you seen change about about the college? From, I mean, that means if you were here fourteen years prior, so you got here in ninety two, so yes. you know, so that's you know almost thirty years of of the college, and what, you know, what do you see that's different in this change over time?
1: Well, the, the number one, the obvious thing would be that the facilities have changed. So what we had back in the 60s was probably adequate at the time, but uh, because of Measure I, we were able to uh, upgrade everything and bring it into the 20th century. So that's been important. And also one of the things that was very important about Measure I is we used some of that bond money to upgrade the computer system. And that that was huge because we were before that, we were kind of struggling with trying to keep the the Internet, keep the, the computers going. But now... with that money we were able to make the necessary upgrades yeah that. but go ahead oh so anyway so in addition to that what i've seen is is a a real increase push support for student success and i mean by adding more programs more uh, kind of service oriented programs one of the things i was impressed with was the the program that you guys put together for, for you have a food bank over there and you're supporting people that are in need and people that need food and i thought well that's that's clever that's a great idea and and beyond that just adding programs that provide more and more support for for students that are deserving and i think that's huge you you increase the odds of success when you do that yeah
0: i think you're right and you know our 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 student leadership um you know a lot of people think of a community college as you you come in you take your class you go home or you go to work and you know, our, our students treat this more like a, a traditional four year college, and they come and they stay on campus and get involved in activities. And we, uh, that whole food program, Stephanie Robb and Henry Schroff are, are, are providing mentorship and helping with that. But the student leadership in that is unbelievable. That uh, you see our former trustee, Heidi Mendiola, kind of heading everybody up and putting that together. And uh, yesterday, the line for the food share. You know, you, you pick it up on the north side there on Building A, and it wrapped all the way past the IT building, down College, back onto campus, and into the parking lot in front of the gym. That that's the kind of need that our students are are supplying, and uh, there are now over 150,000 people in our community served through that through that program. So, uh, wow. it's transformational. It's so important for those people and. You know, we we watched that program grow, and yesterday when I was out there, they had there must have been 15 families standing in line that had come from the apartments across the street um, who were just walking over. And we've even started providing them with uh, like little grocery carts. Like, here's your trolley, <laughs> and uh, you know, we it's so important when these families are trying to keep their kids in school and keep them on on track, and and still, you know maybe don't have a job that they can afford the food. It's our, our students and our, our staff over there are really just making a huge impact
1: on our, on our community. Well, you're certainly making a difference. That's for sure. On many different levels.
0: Um, so, you know, you've, you've been in the community a while. Talk, talk to us a little bit about, cause it's not just about the college here. You know, when we talk about the community, tell us about some of the things you've been doing, you know, maybe out at, uh, at the air force base and with some of the supports you've done as a, as a, serving in your community
1: well excuse me i really got involved when i first landed here in 1992 i was invited to be on the board of directors for the lompoc valley chamber of commerce and i did that for about 12 years and so i've had a long tenure on the board of directors and that gave me the opportunity to really get out into the community make some real serious connections And that was very beneficial when we were building the brand new beautiful Olompo Valley Center because people were able to identify not only with the new campus, but with staff. And so that was huge. And then the base of course, back in 92, we had quite an active program, academic program and student services program at the base. But with the demise of the Challenger accident back in, I guess that was 87 the um, Vandenberg started to wind down. And so we were losing airmen and contract workers. And so our program at the base uh, kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller. We used to have, Kevin, we used to have morning classes, uh, lunchtime classes and evening classes at the base. And we had uh, very good enrollment out there. But again, with the Challenger demise uh, and the base winding down, we, we lost students. And so we, switched over to primarily a nighttime program, but we had a good connection there. And through that, I was able to serve um, on several committees uh, base-wide. And one of them was on the Space Command Commanders Group. And uh, so we provided uh, advice, counsel for the uh, base leadership. And so that was important. Again, a a wonderful connection for the college. And then over on Santa Maria, I got involved with the very first uh, Santa Maria Valley Chamber of Commerce Leadership Program. I was part of that in the very beginning. So yeah, I, and then also out in uh, San Jose Valley, I got involved with that community because we opened up a program there in the summer of 2000 at the high school and also at uh, downtown. And so that was again, another wonderful connection for the college. And so yeah, I, I spent a lot of time in, in our district uh, trying to establish relationships.
0: So tell us a little bit. You told us about uh, Catherine uh, retired from orchid as a school teacher. What are your kids doing?
1: Well, Brittany is oldest daughter. She is in the wine business in Sonoma, and she's currently here, and that's because of the fires. And so, uh, as a matter of safety, she decided to uh, evacuate and come home. And she did this back in 2017 as well. So she she's here. She's working from home, working from her room here, and then Chelsea, our youngest daughter, is in the food business and she is uh, living in South Lake Tahoe. So she's living the dream up there, and we're mom and dad are just jealous of that. So um, I bet. Yeah, girls so, are good. Yeah, good,
0: good. Well, Roger, what else you got to share with us? Anything that uh, that I missed on, the,
1: on well, the list? Well, I don't know you gave me an opportunity to kind of put it out there. The, um, I, I just in, re, in in reflection about this conversation and about my experience at Allen Hancock college, I, you know, my journey has been wonderful and I'm grateful for every day of it. And I'm grateful for the staff and the friendships, the relationships that I made. Uh, and I'm grateful that I live, continue to live in the community. And I look forward to watching uh, the college under your direction, continue to grow, continue to serve students. And, um, you're doing a great job, so keep it up, Go right. Bulldogs. Yeah,
0: that's kind of you just say. Well, I, well,
1: we're not quite
0: done. I just want to make sure I didn't miss any of the heavy stuff. But uh, I, 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 I want to ask you um, just a, a couple. The, the staff thinks it's cool to ask questions that, that don't make any sense.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> I'm used to that. Well, that makes some sense, but
0: they uh, they want to know if you would prefer black beans or refried beans in your in your burrito. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Oh, are you, uh, refried or good. <laughs> all right
0: and so since you traveled all over the world where, where's your favorite place to go
1: oh man good question i'm a i'm an island boy so uh, give me anything in the in the south pacific and i'll go there i' don't, I, I don't know if you saw on my beta but i did have the experience of about i don't know like eight different accreditation teams in the pacific and so i, I I enjoyed every one of those, and so yeah. Take me to take me to a little island in the South Pacific with palm trees and uh, coconuts, and I'm in good shape.
0: Yeah, I want to get on one of those trips one of these days. I've been talking to the commission <laughs> about that. Get me on that. Well, tell me a friend of mine. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you, Roger, it, it, it's always great when when we get to see you in the community, and I appreciate the fact that uh, we can we can rib you a little bit and 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 uh kind of make fun of your opulent office that uh, dr ornelas gets to uh, enjoy right now uh over in (laughs) building a but uh we're we're grateful for the 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 foundation that you put the college on uh the that crew that was here in the uh in the early 2000s into the into the up to 2010 and really set the stage for the kind of success we're having now And, and we're we're fortunate to be following after you guys and, and are, are grateful for kind of the, the, the good tailwind that you gave us. So we'll uh, we'll say thanks for that and give us one more go Bulldogs.
1: Oh okay, go Bulldogs, you know, start here, go anywhere. That's right. Like it. All right. All
0: right, well, this has been uh, Hancock Conversations with Dr. Roger Welt, uh, longtime long time community member and former Vice President of Student Services here at Allen Hancock College. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next time on Hancock Conversations things.